Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to another Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen. Today, there will be no Donald Thomas as he is out on the road doing his work visiting colleges. But that's not going to stop me from jumping into this preview where the Indianapolis Colts host the Las Vegas Raiders. And on the surface over the last week, it is a scary situation. The Indianapolis Colts obviously coming off a horrible loss, right, to the Atlanta Falcons where the entire team just looked like total and utter garbage and then of course last week the las vegas raiders pulled a major upset in defeating the kansas city chiefs not just that but remember the week before that the las vegas raiders are on point for absolutely destroying the chargers in a 63 to 21 absolute blowout but what's funny as we all forget that the Raiders are also just three weeks removed from a the wrong end of a zero to three debacle with the Minnesota Vikings, right? Where they could score no points at all against the Vikings. We're going to get into it in just a moment. But before I do, I got to remind everybody that Bet Online is still your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your va- favorite Vegas casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and get in on the action. Remember, Use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Now, we're going to get into the injury report real quick because, quite frankly, it is huge, all right? There are some major names on this injury report, in my opinion. Now, for the Indianapolis Colts, the two biggest names, well, there's three big names, in all, in all actual honesty, right? Zach Moss, he's out. Still has that forearm injury, not able to play, right? Braden Smith, finally been cleared. He's listed as questionable, but after uh, the interview where Shane Steichen, the head coach, talked to the press today, it looks like he is a go. Braden Smith will be starting at right tackle. That is huge considering Max Crosby is going to be out there, and he's been an absolute tear over the entire NFL this season. Right. Another big names on the list that I want to talk about. First off, questionable Kenny Moore suffered a back injury during practice on Friday. No real information about that. He is questionable in this game upcoming. And then, of course, DJ Montgomery has a groin. He did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, but he had a full practice on Friday, even though he's listed as questionable since he had 
the full practice on Friday. I expect Montgomery to be able to go. How much we will see him because Michael Pittman Jr. is back, baby, cleared concussion protocol. And yes, he does have a shoulder injury, but again, Shane Steichen said, you know, he's good. He's good. He just kept saying he's good. You know, uh, he he's good to go. And if he's good to go, he's going to play. That was his exact words. So that's what I like to hear. It looks like all of our major dogs outside of Zach Moss will be playing. However, in separate news, not related to injuries, Andrew Ogletree will not be at the game because he will be in jail. Yes, Andrew Ogletree was arrested today for domestic violence and is in jail, uh, domestic violence in the presence of a child under the age of 16. He has no bond set, which is normal for the state of Indiana. Uh, Apparently, they want them to get in front of a judge before any kind of bond or bail is set. So that, you know, in case there is like a no contact order or something of that nature, a restraining order or anything, um, that is the reason why there is no bond set. We will probably hear more about this by Tuesday. The Indianapolis Colts have not released Andrew Ogletree as of yet. They obviously will look more into this uh, before taking action, quite frankly. Um This could be multiple different things. Multiple things could have happened here. I'm not going to make assumptions on this. Uh, He could still be on the team come Tuesday. He could be released before Tuesday. We don't know. All right. If he is released and the Indianapolis Colts did their diligence and found that they, uh, you know, don't want him on the team. If he's not released, then that's probably a pretty good uh, indication that, You know, this is not as bad as it looks on paper. You can still be arrested for domestic violence for defending yourself, right? There's a lot of different things that could happen. So we'll see what happens. But in any case, we will not have Andrew Ogletree on the field. And that kind of hurts because, quite frankly, Andrew Ogletree, good blocker, good receiver. We still got Will Mallory. We still got Mo Cox. And obviously we have, in my opinion, our best tight end in um, Granson available for this game upcoming. Now, for the Raiders, there are some names to be put on here, right? Jermaine Illuminor, offensive tackle, questionable for the game, had limited practices all week, uh, dealing with a knee injury. Uh, Josh Jacobs. Probably not going to play, still dealing with a quad. Uh, Did not practice all week, and he's listed as doubtful. So that's huge. Now, how huge is it? It's not really as big as you'd think. Yes, Josh Jacobs is a great running back. However, Josh Jacobs has only been averaging 3.5 yards a carry all season, right? Not the best, you know, situational that you would think from a running back who last year led the league. It is what it is. Uh, most likely they'll be uh, heading up a guy named Zamir White or Amir Abdullah, right? Um, both those guys averaging really, really well. Zamir White averaging four, 4.5 yards a carry on 268 attempts. Now, Amir is averaging 6.1 yards a carry, but he's only got 
14 attempts. So most likely it looks like we're going to be seeing a lot more Zamir White upcoming. Uh, other guys on the injury report that we need to keep an eye on, uh, and Andre James, their center, dealing with an ankle injury. He was limited all week. He's listed as questionable as well. And the biggest name, quite frankly, outside of Josh Jacobs, is Michael Meyer, their leading tight end, who, quite frankly, has, again, you know, been a, a, a stud for them overall. He's been a good, good blocker for them. And he's got 27 catches for 304 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, in the receiving game, he's been that guy uh, for them at tight end. So that right now, having their starting tight end and their starting running back out due to injury, is looking up for the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, the Indianapolis Colts are home, and they're 3.5-point favorites to win. Even after the little streak that the Raiders are on, and, you know, what the Colts have looked like two of the past three games that they have played, they're still favorites at home. I need to talk about this. Why are they favorites? Well, you know, having some of your big dogs back is obviously a huge deal, okay? Having Michael Pittman Jr. back and having Braden Smith back at right tackle to help against the absolute devastation that is Max Crosby. Even with Braden Smith back, who is uh, heads heads and shoulders above Blake Freeland at right tackle, especially when it comes to uh, pass blocking, you're still going to want to have a tight end or something out there to help against Max Crosby because he has a relentless motor and a guy who literally leads the NFL in, in snap percentage for defensive linemen, right? 95% of his snaps are taken. That's unreal for a defensive lineman. But that's Max Crosby. He's got an unrelenting motor that never, ever, ever, ever stops. So we gotta we gotta pay attention to that. And it's not like Max is the only guy on the team that's worth a darn. Because look, Malcolm Coots on the other side has got seven sacks this year. Now, those are the only two guys on the team that has anything of four or more sacks, right, on this team. But still, Coots has really stepped up his game with the with Max Crosby taking center attention on the other side. So, and Max is not just sitting over the right tackle anymore. You see him on 20% of the snaps this year, move around the line. He'll take over on the left tackle as well. So, you know, Bernard Ryman and Braden Smith both have to be on their top game in order to protect against this voracious pass rush that between the two guys have 20 and a half sacks. That's going to be huge and key for the Indianapolis Colts, in my opinion, to beating the Raiders in this game. Now, defensively, the Colts look awful against the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Missed tackles were everywhere. It was, I, I don't even want, it was like 17 missed tackles or something like that, 24. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Okay. I am 100% sure that that this is something that they're going to execute a lot better in this game. Teams are actually breaking these the uh, the hip drop tackle by as soon as they feel arms wrapped around their their hips, they spin out of it. That's their counter to the hip drop. All right? And 
it works. It, it worked a few times. But there was that, that wasn't just the only thing that happened last week. You also have, well, they must be after Drew. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you also just had plenty of missed arm tackles. We can't have uh, tackles where we're not fully wrapping up. No more shoulder, trying to tackle people with your shoulders, all right? Let's get your arms around, pin the thighs, knees together, spin, drop, guys, all right? We got to wrap up because if you do not effectively wrap up, you're not going to do well, especially in a zone defense, all right? Because that's what this team is. It's all about the defensive front getting pressure and the zone defense being able to um, tackle and limit yards after catch. But against the Falcons, there was just so much yards after catch, yards after contact. It is unbelievable. Now, starting at quarterback for the Raiders, you obviously have to deal with a rookie, right? We're dealing with a rookie at quarterback at Aiden O'Connell. Now, not the best guy in the world. He's got eight touchdowns, seven interceptions, right? He's got a 61.5 completion percentage. Eh, eh, That's what you expect from a rookie, right? He's got a 78.7 quarterback rating, a cube or uh passer rating and a 78.7 or 31.8 QBR. And he's been sacked 20 times. 20 over two sacks a game. Over two sacks a game, he's been averaging. All right. He's got a 7% sack rating percentage. That's pretty darn high. You don't want that. But Boy, oh boy, does he have some weapons to freaking throw to. Have they been outstanding this year? Not all of them. But they have got some serious weapons. Don't forget, look, Devontae Adams is on this team. Has he been his best this year? I mean, if you look at the base numbers, 85 catches, 972 yards, not necessarily, but still having a solid year, right? Well, think about this, all right? He's only got five touchdowns and only a 58.2% catch percentage. 58.2. That's huge. There's a he's getting thrown to while he's in traffic. He's not getting open nearly as much. A lot of double teams, and he's not getting the catches. The guy you got to worry about in this game is their number two. And no, it's not Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro's been good this year, but not great. He's he, he's he's still a guy. Jacoby Myers, the guy they picked up from New England, he's a guy I broke film on. Broke down film for in his sophomore season in the NFL. And he's not someone that's going to beat you with speed. He's not someone who's going to bully you. for the, he, he just does everything well, right? He could take short routes, intermediate routes, long routes, and catch the football. He's absolutely really, really, really good. He's got the best catch percentage right now of all the wide receivers at 67.5. Now, Hunter Renfro has 67.6, but he's only got 37 targets this year, where Jacoby Myers has 91, right? So right now, literally, Jacoby Myers, even though he's second fiddle to Devontae Adams in receiving, I feel like he's that guy that the Colts really need to focus on as well. Don't let him off your radar because he's really taking advantage of the fact that Devontae Adams is a big name 
and is drawing most of the attention. So he's getting a lot of one-on-ones. No one's really keeping an eye on him as much. And he's really getting it going uh, this year for the Raiders. Offensively, like I said, pass protection, very important. But we got to be able to open up some run lanes, all right, against this front. Against this front, we got to be able to open up some run lanes. Because, holy crap. It's just, I don't like it at all, all right? I don't like it at all. Now, opponents are averaging 4.3 yards per attempt on the Raiders running the football. The Colts should be able to do that as well. But we got to open up run lanes, all right? Not even Jonathan Taylor can run through a complete wall, which we have seen the last couple weeks, right? Or at least last week against the Atlanta Falcons. He had to bounce off the offensive line multiple times before he could find an opening on the edge, okay? There should be holes there where – now, people want to know, why is he running straight into the line like that? That's where the play is designed to go. And when your entire window is nothing but a wall, there's nowhere to go, right? So he's got to bounce it out, and he does. He bounces it out, but it takes him time. The offense has to make the play that is designed work in order for them to have positive, good rushing yards. And this is a game that I feel like they could really do that. You get after this this Raiders team with a good running attack and some screen plays, okay? Use screen plays, use a good running attack. I think the Indianapolis Colts would come out of this with a win. Obviously, people are scared to death of the pass rush and understanding so. I understand that, but I think that the Colts are very well aware of this situation, and I think that they'll be able to handle it uh, by utilizing, like I said, uh, running back chips, tight end help, stuff of that nature against those two defensive ends. I got the Colts winning this game, all right? All week, I was scared to death that the Indianapolis Colts was going to lose this game. I think the Colts win. Why? Because we're getting some major players back, all right? Braden Smith on that right tackle, like I said, huge, huge. If Freeland was playing, I'd have the Colts losing. If Freeland and and Michael Pittman Jr. both weren't playing, I'd have the Colts losing by two scores. That's how important both those players are to this team, in my opinion. All right? Pass protection, Braden Smith is so important. Okay? Top five right tackle, in my opinion, in the NFL. Now, right tackle. I'm not saying offensive tackle in general, but right tackle, I feel like he's a top five guy. Um, has he missed a lot of playing time this year? Yeah, yeah. Everyone does once in a while. You don't play offensive line your entire career and not miss, you know, five, six, seven, eight games, maybe even an entire season a couple times in your career because you're in the scrum. It happens, right? Uh, go look at Trent Williams. Dude is guaranteed to miss four or five games Every single year. But he's still one of the best offensive tackles in the league. So no one's like, well, let's get rid of him. You know, uh, Braden Smith, very similar, but plays a lot more games. And is generally available most of the time. He's just had a bad year this year. Um, look, Michael Pittman Jr. is a solid dude. Absolute stud out there. And, and the way I see it, I, I honestly, I don't think that there's a guy out there on this team 
that can stop Michael Pittman Jr. defensively. There's not. All right. Yes. Do they have Marcus Peters? Yes. But he's a 30-year-old quarterback, right? And he's got one interception this year. Now, it's a pick six, 75-yard pick six. But, I mean, come on. (laughs) This team has got some picks, though. They absolutely do. They got, I think, 12 interceptions on the year. Uh, uh, Robert Spillane, their linebacker, leads the team with three interceptions and a forced fumble, um, which is pretty impressive in my opinion. But, look, no, we could beat this team. Look, as long as we can protect against those two edge rushers, I feel like the Colts are a much better team than the Raiders. All right. Yes, they beat the Chiefs. The Colts beat the Chiefs last year. They ended up four, or, you know, uh, only four wins. So it is what it is. And the Chargers right now are a dumpster fire. So them dropping 63 on them, their defense has been hot garbage all year. Colts just need to be able to tackle, play fundamental football on defense, and protect against the pass rush and open some run lanes. And they absolutely will beat the Raiders. And that's why I feel like they're three and a half point favorites in this game. That's exactly why I feel that way. Josh Jacobs hasn't been that dude. Probably ain't even going to be playing in this game. Michael Meyer, their top tight end, like I said, probably ain't playing in this game. And yes, I, I get it. Ogletree's not playing for us, but we have depth at tight end. All of our tight ends are, 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 kind of that similar style except for obviously Granson um you got Granson and or Granson and Mallory receiving tight ends you know Mo Mo's a good blocker Granson's a good blocker I think we'll be fine I think we'll be fine I feel like the Indianapolis Colts should and and it's big to be at home as well right it's it's pretty big you're, you're gonna have a, a rookie on the road um in an enclosed environment because the ro- the the roof is closed, as uh, Jim Irsay stated earlier today, will be closed this week. It's, it should be loud, as long as the Colts start quickly, right? I feel like uh, the Colts' defensive line will definitely get in there, get a lot of sacks, okay? Um, we didn't get any – we couldn't get hardly any pressure at all Last week did not get a turnover. I feel like we're going to get a turnover or two in this game at least. And probably, you know, two to four sacks in this game defensively. Just got to make sure you tackle. All right. Just make sure you tackle. Indianapolis wins 27. Raiders 13. I feel like that that's good. That's good. Don't let this rookie, Aiden O'Connell, look like a veteran. He, he Like I said, he, he's got a, what, uh, not even quite a 62% completion percentage already. Don't let him hit 75 in this game, for goodness sakes. Let's not let him get 75% completion percentage because the Colts historically do that against Raiders. But this is a di- completely different Raiders team, new New coaching, new quarterbacks, new players, new everything. Um, I feel like Gus Bradley, you know, everybody wanted Gus Bradley's head after last week. I feel like it was more on the players not executing, you know, after watching the All-22 than it was him. 
did he not blitz? No, but he normally don't blitz, right? And it's been that way all year. And the players execute and you win. And that's 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 the whole idea of the uh you know scheme that he plays. The players have to execute. No matter what scheme you play, the players have to execute, right? And they just did not execute last week. So do I wish he blitzed a little bit more? Yeah, I do. But it's Gus Bradley. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Guys, appreciate each and every one of you. Please don't forget to smash that like button. Hit subscribe if you're not subscribed. Tag that notification bell so that you are notified next time we go live or upload a video, obviously. Um, if you watching this on YouTube, make sure you do all that. If you're listening to this or downloading this on an audio podcast, wherever you get your audio podcast, uh, feel free, share it, or um, you know, leave an opinion, right? on what you think of the podcast, because, you know, we're here for you. Uh, we do this for you. So um, any kind of feedback would be much, much appreciated. And I think that'll do it. I'm Lawrence Owen for Believe in Colts, brought to you by Bet Online, And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.